Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in with us today. Our mission is to explore beyond comfort zones. Let us inspire you to explore. Visit sirensoapbox.com. We have a link for a free month of Audible, information on upcoming challenges, a link to our coloring book, and information on our new magazine, Explore, out now. Join us, guaranteed to spark some exploration. Positivity. Merriam-Webster simply defines it as the quality or state of being positive. Psychologists at health.harvard.edu tell us there is power in positive thinking. Positive emotions are linked with better health, longer life, and greater well-being. On the other hand, chronic anger, worry, and hostility increase the risk of developing heart disease. Singer Bobby McFerrin would tell us just, don't worry, be happy. But how? How are we supposed to have a positive mindset? Ever wonder why there is so much negativity? According to psychotherapist and mindfulness mentor, Alexa Brand, you are hardwired to fixate on the negative. Your brain's biological nature is to attune to negative stimuli and then ruminate on this negativity. The evolutionary purpose of this trap is to protect you from harm. But the good news is that you can shift this way of thinking. That is when we turn to Trey Hauser from Mind, Body, Soul. He has taught his community that life gets easier when you believe in yourself. With advice like that and small, consistent habits over time, turning visions into goals and having a strong why, we knew we had to dive in and explore more. Each siren explored the Mind, Body, Soul YouTube page for positive inspiration. Let's discover what the sirens learned. If at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is mango. Mango. First up on her soapbox is Mer. Over the last year, I've been battling with some depression. I started seeing a therapist about eight months ago and started some meds and I'm feeling so much better these days. Our subject this week, like Elsie said, is all about the power of positivity. And I know that when I was at my lowest, my thoughts were my own worst enemy. I would feel bad and my thoughts would be negative and then I would feel worse. During one of my sessions with my therapist, she told me about a gratitude study that was conducted with veterans. For one group, they started a gratitude journaling practice in addition to their traditional talk therapy sessions. And this group had better long-term success with their mental health treatment. So after she told me that, I decided to start a gratitude journal and I immediately noticed some things. First, I was able to find something to be grateful for each day, even if I had to dig deep for it. Second, I noticed that once I found one thing to be grateful for, I almost immediately thought of a second, third, or even fourth thing to be grateful for. And third, my thoughts turned into mostly positive thoughts, and this radically changed my life. I mean, listen, you can't help but think positive thoughts when you're counting your blessings. And thinking positive thoughts really brought me out of my funk. 
And when I'm out of my funk, life is just better. It's easier to work on routine tasks around the house, and it's easier to focus on the things that I'm passionate about. I attribute my best days to thinking positive thoughts and making positive momentum towards my goals and dreams. Sara, how would you gauge your level of positivity? Well, I'd like to think I'm a mostly positive person. I can certainly have my moments of negative thoughts and self-doubt, but I can usually see past those thoughts to find some positivity in most situations. This is absolutely a lot easier since having met Bill, as I find he's always able to find the positive, and he's been great in helping me to do the same. Just one of the millions of reasons why I love him. So here at Siren Soapbox, we do many things. We have adventures, we start fires, we break open locks, pee standing up, we learn about our personalities, try to uncover our creativity and lots more. But what I really love is that so much of what we're doing here focuses on positivity in general. And sometimes like tonight, it's the main topic. So we've been doing some video, watching some positive videos with the mind, body and soul YouTube videos. It's hard not to feel good after watching these mind, body and soul videos. I always feel energized, happy. And like I just finished a conversation with a good friend. It's clear that Trey's passionate about helping people. And I really love that. I think it's great that he wants to be an inspiration and focuses on positivity, but he's also very realistic about how, if you want to achieve something, you have to have a positive attitude and also put in the hard work. We've heard that same message from some of the other folks we've talked to and listened to recently. I also like the message about being passionate about what excites you. I've started looking forward to his next videos and Facebook posts, and I always feel better after seeing them. I particularly love the new year video about abundance and prosperity and about this being our year. Not just because he talked about leaving all negativity behind, but because of all the twos he mentioned. LC and I love the twos. Jess, do you think you're a positive person? I think overall, I'm a pretty positive person. I am high anxiety, so I tend to go into crisis mode pretty quickly, but I think overall I'm pretty positive. I have had a lot of stress recently with moving and buying a house. So when I evaluated my current thoughts, I found that I didn't feel like they were really positive. So I really went into this as a reset. I feel like I connected with Trey, especially how he uses you are enough, which you all know I love. And I use that a lot with my friends who are struggling. So it was like Trey was my friend saying it to me. He also says, it's okay to not be okay which is something I need to remind myself of sometimes when I feel like I have to take care of everyone else and I'm not taking care of myself. It doesn't mean that I'm not positive, but sometimes just need a reset. At work, I have a daily calendar of positive quotes and I send them to my team and I find it's a nice way to start out my day on a positive note. And I know that it helps me keep my team positive because they look to me for leadership and an example. I also love all the synchronicities that I found with Trey from manifesting to self-care and even taking small steps, like Paul Boynton says, towards your goal. So I wish I could catch more of the videos live while they're actually live so I can feel like I'm actually having a conversation with Trey, but I'm not sure that work would be okay with that every single day while I'm in the middle of my shift. So I just have to watch them later and still pretend that we're having a conversation. Elsie, what are your tricks for staying positive? That's a tough one. It is easy to spiral in negativity, and that's a battle for me. 
sometimes even when things are going well, it's easy to think, gosh, when is the other shoe going to drop or enjoy this while you can? It isn't going to last forever, especially with everything going on in the world right now. It's just so easy to go down that negativity rabbit hole. For me, I avoid the news as much as I can, or I try to do what I can to spread positivity around me because once I go down that negative rabbit hole, it is very, very difficult to climb my way back out. When I have started down that path, I find that inspirational quotes and pep talks are very helpful. That is why I love Mind, Body, Soul. There are usually several posts per day with beautiful, serene images and uplifting quotes. The more positive posts I see in my feed, the better I feel. Trey talked in his latest video about stepping back from social media for a bit to work on himself, which I think has inspired me to set time limits to my scrolling. I have a lot of family from out of town and that is how we stay in touch. However, social media can be a double-edged sword. I really connected with what Trey had to say about saying you can't. If you say that, the universe will hear that and respond accordingly. I've had to use that to motivate my son. As a teen, he is very quick to say, I can't. And I try to instill in him that you can do whatever you put your mind to. So put your energy into, I can. Or at least as we learned in fire dancing, say, you can't yet. The other important message I got from Trey's channel is to believe that you deserve it and to make sure your goals have a strong why. TC, what is your secret to positivity? Self-talk, the way you talk to yourself. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions is what, takes, is what it takes to be positive. For me, positivity is a way of life. It requires a decision to be positive, then purposeful action. I think there's this idea out there that a positive mindset is fluff, that it's not founded in reality. It's all butterflies and rainbows. What I love about Trey's message is that it is positive, and it is also about working to have the positive life you want, the working part. It's not like happiness trick-or-treating. It's not passed out like free candy or magic wishes. It's a mindset that requires intention and action. It is guarding your self-talk and understanding that your reality is shaped by what you say because your mind believes your talk. Your actions are aligned to your beliefs and your reality is built by your actions. I also love that Trey provides the world with an example of someone who hasn't always had it easy, but is still really positive. He rose above his circumstances because he determined he could. In his last video, he talks about small, consistent habits over time that create results. And this really spoke to me. Positivity is a way of life. And I love to hear someone else describe it as something that takes some work to accomplish. Every time I listen to Trey, I find myself nodding my head in agreement. I challenge you to just try listening to him without nodding. I bet you can't. Trey Hauser is a Pittsburgh native. He spent some time studying at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh and is a father of two. He describes that he was a nervous and insecure wrecking ball growing up with a head too big for his small skinny frame and a childhood missing a father figure. He was raised by a mother who wasn't there for him mentally due to drug addiction. His difficult childhood is what motivated him to do something to help others. He created Mind, Body, Soul as a safe place for networking, family, and inspiration. He invites anyone to join him on a journey of wonderful new beginnings and proclaims, together we can uplift the world. Sirens help me 
Please join me in welcoming Trey Hauser to this episode of Siren Soapbox. Welcome to the show, Trey. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. I'm I'm definitely appreciative to being on here. Thanks for having me. I'm a little nervous, but excited. (laughs) All of the kind words, too, for, you know, the the value I try to put out on the platforms. I definitely appreciate all y'all. Thank you. Trey, I know you describe a childhood that was less than ideal. I'm curious what got you on the path to positivity. Honestly, just dealing with not being able to get past my mom's addiction, not having my dad in my life, just trying to find a way to get past that mentally and just understanding to move forward, I had to let go. I had to let go of, you know, not having that father there. My granddad raised me, great man, but he was in his old age. You know, he's 50, 60. He done raised about two generations of kids. My mom, she just dropped off at two, three years old, and I'm, I'm kind of stuck with him. So it's just like, I don't know, even to this day, sometimes it still hurts because my mom is still an addict. She still comes around, but you can still see, you know, just the struggle in her eyes. My dad, he's come back around. I have a son now, an eighth-month-old son. So he's, 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 he's a proud grandfather, but at the same time, he's, I don't know, it's just, it's not the same, you know, it's just growing up and having that dad there. So definitely the positivity just came from just trying to let go, trying to live, I don't know, my life instead of worrying about their life, their struggle, and trying to mirror that. I just I just gotta be me, do me, and, and create mind, body, and soul. I just wanna like-minded individuals, not just to motivate them, but them to actually help me as well. So I uh, grew up in not a not so ideal childhood as well. My mom wasn't a drug addict, but she was an alcoholic and it was, it was a rough childhood. Um, but you're right. You have to let go because if you carry that with you into adulthood, you have no chance of breaking that cycle. I'm sure it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, I probably did have a pretty close to ideal childhood, so I can't imagine, but I know that I've always been extremely impressed by Merhaj, who was able to rise above all of that with everything stacked against her. And I think the same is true for you too, Trey. It just makes me curious how some people have the strength to do that. And some people live their lives using that as the reason for the issues they have. You know, there's just that difference. I was just curious what you thought it was. Uh, I would say definitely to add to that, it, it, it comes from the people you have around you as well. For sure have negative people you know around you people that tell you you're not good enough you know you can't do that basically mirroring their negativity things that they couldn't complete in their lives and you're gonna you're gonna fail you're gonna struggle you're never gonna you know propel and want to level up as I always say in my own body and soul but I've always kind of found my way the universe has always kind of shifted me to a person that just you know says something to me and then it just snapped it was like okay I got to think this way I got to go this way you know, it's, I'm not exactly where I want to be in life, but I can definitely thank the universe. I can thank a lot of people in my circle that where I am right now is definitely on them. So, Do you have certain practices or habits that you do? Like, how do you recognize that? I know what I, I had an ideal childhood, but I was hanging out with the wrong people in high school. 
Like I let that get me down for a long time. It took me a long time to get out of that. Like, how do you, how do you recognize that? How can you recognize this, the need of changing the mindset? Yeah. That you're just, you're in the wrong circle. You need to get in the, the right path. Uh, I would say for that, it starts with like just waking up in the morning and like what you say to yourself. Like if you get up in the morning and, you, and the first thing that you say is, oh, I can't, why, why do I got to get up? I'm getting up at 5 a.m., you know, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. and I'm going to a job that I don't like. That's going to start the negativity. Like you just started at the very beginning of your day. Just let alone you got eight to 10 hours. You know, if you're a nurse or something, it might be 13 to 16 hours, whatever. But I'm like, you can't, You have to start your day on a good page. So you get up out the bed, you put your slippers on, you go into the bathroom, look in the mirror. Tell yourself, I love you. Tell yourself, I am grateful for another day to improve from what I wore yesterday. I am grateful just to have another breath. I'm grateful for, you know, just... You need to start making things up. I'm grateful for the food that I got in the fridge. I'm grateful for the money I have in my wallet. I'm grateful for my son, my daughter. I'm just grateful for life. We only live one time in this body, in this lifetime. We have to make, you know, make sense of this. We have to do something. We have to, you know what I'm saying? Changing the paradigm. I always talk about changing the paradigm. It's the way you see things. Like we were brought up a certain way, no matter how you were brought up, the parents, they always told you, oh, go to school, get a good job, this, that, and the other. Well, money's the root of all evil, you know, this, that, and the other. As we get older, we start to experience things in our own realm. So we have to start really, like, seeing, like, with everything changing out there, we must evolve with everything out there. The dangers, the financials, just everything. It's just, you have, you, you have to find your way, and I think just starting your day off positive. That's that's definitely a start. I kind of wrote some stuff down, but I ain't gonna get into that rant just yet. <laughs> that is beautiful. That, I love it. Start the day on a positive note. It almost sounds like you're starting your day with uh, like one of Mer's gratitude lists and counting your blessings. And I mean, that sounds like a pretty great way to start a day to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of I think it was in your most recent video, Trey. You talk about the compound effect. And that's what I was thinking when I, when I remember just having really low days and like, all right, I gotta, I gotta find something to be grateful for. And then it was like, almost immediately I could find more things to be grateful for. And it's, and also to what you said, TC, I think the more you are intentional about finding things that you're grateful for or being positive about things, it's, it just, it's easier to continue that sort of snowball. Exactly. Definitely. I would say even to go along with what Lauren was asking me about, like, how do you know you need to shift your energy or change your mindset? Even just simple things is like, do you feel the world owes you something? And this goes back to your past and, you know, not having that that perfect upbringing. Then you're in that victimized mindset to where you feel this person owes me something. My boss owes me something. My partner owes me something. It's just like, you are you. You have, If you want something, you got to go get it. This is your life. Your partner's life is their life. Your boss is their life. You know, the president's life is their life. Whatever it is, it's, no one owes you anything. That's just one thing. Like, 
Do you even feel stuck? Do you feel you're stuck in life? No matter in what situation, what environment, if you feel stuck, it starts with your mindset. It starts with your paradigm. You must switch it up. You must adjust, whether you're adjusting to your outside environment, adjusting to your at-home environment. You got to make the best of it, but you still got to strive for something else, something better. So even if you do, it's like a lot of internal work you're doing. I'm saying I'm grateful for things. And then you, you go on to Facebook, you go on to Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And then you're seeing people, you know, they've reached their goals maybe before you did, or it looks like their lives are so fantastic. And, or you're seeing all these negative things in the, in social media, like how, how do you unplug from all that? Cause you, I, I know you just unplugged recently why did you do that? And, and did you see any positive benefits to your mindset? I think when it, when I chose to like pull away from social media for a second, and it was literally just for like a second, I felt like I was being selfish because I understood that I, I created a community of people that not only did I need them, but they needed me in certain situations. I got people that's been with me since May, June, of just the beginning of creating my own body and soul that are going through a lot of things, whether it's health, whether it's, you know, work situations, home situations. And just me, I felt I had to do this for me. So I'm like, self-love, I, I try to preach this a lot too. Self-love is not selfish. So I had to kind of snap back into my preach and my vocal and like, well, you can't tell them that it's not selfish and, you know, not think it back. So. You know, I went down to Florida, I think it was about two, three weeks and kind of just unwind, you know, just just laid back, didn't do much, just kind of like, you know, got in the sun, you know, my son was in the water, you know, a few drinks, just kind of let my mind just not really wander, but just be at ease instead of worrying about, you know, let me add value, let me help this person. Because I'll tell you this too, when you create a community, where you're around a lot of people, whether it's positive energy or negative energy, it can kind of drain you in a sense. Like you take a on too much. Like people come to me, they'll hit me up in the, the Facebook messenger, like, oh, I need this, or I got a question. And I'm like, I'm always there to be like, bang, bang, bang. I always say mind, body, and soul is all about solutions. You come with a problem, I deliver the solution. But at the same time, it eventually eats at your, your energy. And it kind of like drains you completely. So I I really think just getting away for at least a week or two was just, it was, I don't know, definitely essential. It was like hitting the reset button. Definitely. Yeah. It like recharged. You had some scheduled boredom. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like when you're flying, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help anybody else out. Exactly. Yeah. I had to really think about that. That was a great question for asking that. So what are some things that you've manifested in your life? You've talked about manifestation a lot in, uh, in the YouTube videos. What are some, some things that you can tell us? Well, I will say that I've been trying to create a community for about like five years now, whether it was dealing with, you know, financial, whether it was dealing with digital marketing, Whatever it was, I was just trying to find a way to interact with like-minded people. And uh, I can't even think. My mind is like twisted right now. 
But uh, this it's just, I would say this, it's just been a long time coming for mind, body, and soul. This, I don't know, manifestation with this group, this is, this is where I was supposed to be. Like focusing more on just my inner self, focusing more on, I don't know, just meditation, just, I don't know. That's something I can go deep into. I would have to really like, like think about that, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that question right there. No worries. I, I, I threw that one at you unprepared. <laughs> that was my bad. Oh, you bet. <laughs> um, trying to be positive. Sometimes you get that nagging feeling that just won't go away. Does anybody else get that? Like trying to be positive, but you're like, oh, there's just something feels off. So when, when do you ignore that nagging feeling and just be positive? Or when do you listen to it? When do you listen to your gut, I guess? And if you don't listen to your gut, or I guess if you are following that nagging feeling, is it become a self-fulfilling prophecy? If that question's for me, it's, I, I want to say you follow your gut, but at the same time, understand your environment, understand your surroundings, specifically if it's like a nagging boss or something at work or, or, or your partner, just understand that words have energy. You know, when it comes to your emotions and, and what you're about to unleash onto someone off of anger, specifically, yeah, you just have to understand that words have energy and words create spells as well when it comes to manifestations. Definitely like with the things that you say can really reshape or create your reality. So I, I, I don't know, in certain situations, trust me, as, as the guy that created my own body, so I do have my moments to where I want to lash out and I may say something because I don't like to bite my tongue at all. I'm a very vocal very genuine individual. So I would, I would definitely say you just have to know what to say in what situations. And, and I'd really try to ease, ease things more than I try to escalate things. Like if I'm in a crazy situation, like I may, recently I just had a discussion with my boss about just being that, that boss that's just over your shoulder. You know, just always wanting to know where I'm at and not believing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's just more, you get that feeling, that chest, you know, your, your heart's pumping real heavy. You just want to go super crazy, but just understanding that, that energy that you're putting out, like you're putting that into the universe before you even putting that into his air. So it's more like, just try to put out into the world, into the, the universe, exactly what you want, that type of energy. That's basically what I try to do at the end of the day. I have a situation right now where I just made a, a pretty big decision without really my next steps completely lined up. And um, it's a time that would be really easy to, to go into that downward spiral and start worrying about what's going to happen or when is something going to happen and what's it going to be and am I going to be okay and sometimes I have people asking me those questions and I have found that I have to really be careful about letting someone kind of flip me into that little downward spiral because for me I ask myself is this thought process helping me right now 
And worrying about what's going to happen two months from now does not help me right now. But starting to take those small steps toward the next thing does help me right now. And it's really hard to do that if you let yourself spiral downward or get scared. So I, I, that self-talk thing, I think, and the words that you're thinking to yourself are so important and it's so easy to, it's so easy to get into that way of thinking. You, you have to be on guard for that kind of thing. I, I really have to ask myself pretty often, is this helping me right now? And if it's not, then you have to find your way out of that way of thinking. Yeah. I've had that moment myself. Definitely, I was in a dark place at a point to where I would just like sit in a dark room and I would literally cry because I had no answers, no solutions. I asked myself, and, and this probably was like two, three years ago, maybe, maybe four, but I, I didn't know, like, I'm, I'm thinking like way too far in, in, in the future. And kind of like you said, I'm thinking like, how am I going to retire? I don't have any money. I don't even think I was working at the time. So I'm like struggling mentally, figuring out like how I'm going to take care of myself. I had my daughter at the time. I'm like, I just don't know. And all I can do is just sit in this dark room and cry. But at the same time, like I say, with just like the meditation, a form of meditation is really just sitting in a room in silence and just listening to your thoughts, kind of like draining your thoughts out to the point where they seem to be right in front of you. You can just open your eyes and just look at them and just understand like everything is going to be okay. You just have to just stay focused, understand what you want, figure out what you need, figure out how you're going to get to what you want. Basically, just keep pushing forward. Like we, you're going to fail. You're going to do a lot of falling. I always say fall forward. I'm saying it's not about how many times you fall. It's, it's really about how many times you fall and get back up with your head up. So definitely I understand where you was going. I think we all, I think everybody on this panel right now can say they, they've been in that dark moment before. So definitely I, I look forward to more positivity from each and every one of y'all. Do you have any advice for, I, I know that you just kind of talked through that, but when you're feeling um, especially dark, is there something that you do to help you kind of flip that, flip that around? I think it's definitely uh the first thing it, it is just sitting kind of because I don't truly meditate. Like I feel I still have some work to do with myself mentally. I tell a lot of people when I'm trying to teach them positivity with whether it's at work or, you know, it's just outside. Like meditation is good, but you, you can't have any blockage. Like I feel when I do a meditation, I really sit there. I really close my eyes. I really focus on a vision. I feel and this is this is very serious. I have a shadow of something or someone that's literally blocking me from enjoying that vision as if I was really there. So I can't truly meditate. So what I, I tend to do, one thing, I don't like maybe two or three, I, I just go into a room by myself. I love classical music. I listen to Kenny G a lot. So I kind of listen to the saxophone, the clarinet, kind of just anything that just has that harmonizing sound. There's a couple of videos on YouTube. I actually go to sleep to them. But just kind of just, just being, don't do anything. Just kind of just relax, just take deep breaths. And most of the time that does work. There's, there's distractions always, but 
Yeah, if you just relax by yourself, no noise, no nothing. Not turn the TV off, lights, everything. Just be yourself in your own space. Things, I think things can turn around slowly but surely. That's really challenging for me. I have a really tough time doing that. Just being alone in a really quiet space. I don't have trouble being alone, just doing nothing. I struggled when, when we were talking with Jacob Norby and he was talking about being bored. <laughs> I have a real tough time with that. That's, what about box? Like, is there any areas like specific, like your favorite place to go just to sit, maybe look at the water, you know, a nice park? Uh, you're, you're probably not in like a big city. But for me, I would go to like a park, you know, find a place to where, you know, it's kind of condensed, maybe a little woods, but there's no people. Just just me and nature. Yeah, it works for me if I'm diving. I scuba dive. So when I'm under the water, all you can listen to is your own breathing. And there might be other people around you, but you're certainly not. I mean, you're not really communicating with them for the most part. You're looking at nature and the fish and the coral. And so that's probably as close as I can get. But I wouldn't call that forced boredom. <laughs> so Trey, other people have problems meditating too. Yeah. yeah. Not to you, Sarah. <laughs> Trey, how does someone go about finding their calling? I would say for that, that's definitely, I'll start with this because I know I had a video and or a couple uh, actual posts about that. But I feel for one, you have to just know what you, what, what can you do? And this is natural. Like, what are you good at naturally? Like with me, naturally, I'm a hip hop dancer. Naturally, I can dance. It's just nothing I was taught. It's just the music comes on and I can move. So that's something I'm passionate about. Also, when it comes to like mind, body and soul, and these are all examples for me, but I'm gonna try to craft this in a way that I'm answering this question. I'm a very big people person. Sometimes people get on my nerves, you know, you deal with so many different types of personalities. You know, I work in retail, so I deal with many personalities, negative and positive, but just knowing that I'm that type of person, I feel that God gave me this gift of listening, of being a vessel. So I'm the type I can take, and this goes with taking that energy. You're like draining my energy. A lot of times I'll take a lot of people's drama. I'll take a lot of people's, you know, heartache, and I'm, I'm trying to deliver that solution to them, you know? So definitely I believe just knowing what, you, what you're actually good at. And also you wake up in the morning, whether it's 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., what are you willing to get up at any time of day without even getting paid, what are you excited to get up for? When you figure out what am I that excited for, that no matter if I'm getting paid, no matter if I got to travel 20 miles through traffic to get to, I'm gonna get there because I wanna do this, I'm excited. You don't even wanna go to sleep. That's how excited you are to get up that day to go do that. That's what you know is your calling. If we call it your passion, we'll call it the passion, but I believe and whatever you're good at naturally and whatever you're most excited, whatever inspires and motivates you the most is what your calling is. And that's why I'm, I'm here with you guys, because 
talking positivity, whether I'm nervous and excited at the same time, my heart's pumping as it is, this excites me. This drives me. This motivates and inspires me. So this is actually, well, I'll wait till the end because y'all probably will ask me a question like that. But actually, if not, want to team up with you guys, start my own podcast myself. So Trey, that feeling you're describing, uh, Sarah has coined it as nerve sighted, Mm -hmm. nerve sighted, nervous and excited, nerve sighted, nerve sighted, nerve sighted. I'm going to have to keep saying that so I don't forget it, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send it to you. So. Uh, now that I know that you work in retail, like I respected you before as a positivity, like guru, but now that I know that you're in the retail industry, like, and you're still positive, <laughs> mad respect. Yes. That yeah, is a very on. tough industry. Very, very tough. Considering that I work in downtown Pittsburgh as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of different personalities. You got tours, you got, you know, the homeless that come in, which with the homeless people, see, this is how I kind of readjust my energy in certain situations. Like with the homeless, I try to feed at least, you know, two or three times a day. I try to find at least one or two people a day and feed somebody, you know, they might not literally, and this is one thing you got to really realize in, in the city, not everybody's actually homeless that's sitting on that corner. So I, I try to help at least two, three people uh, a week, it kind of eases me. You know, I just let them come into CVS. I'd be like, just go ahead, grab what you want. I don't like to give them money. I like to feed them, make sure they stomach, you know, school or whatnot. I think also you got to have a little humor while you're at work too. So and my boss, he kind of hates this too, but I kind of just, you know, joke around. I see somebody having a bad day. They might be a little sick. You know, just try to put a smile on their face. So the more that I'm inspiring, motivate motivating and actually you know putting people putting good energy onto people it's actually it readjusts minds as well so i'm starting to see my day my paradigm is is more in a, in a positive realm i would say but definitely retail is crazy i can't wait till i'm done with this <laughs> <laughs> so trey what's the biggest takeaway you want your subscribers to have from your youtube channel ah to just be you just, you know, understand that coming out, coming out of your comfort zone is definitely a must. Depending on what you're trying to do with niche, you know, if you're really trying to level up your life, you know, you're trying to change your situation, your environment, you want to live in a different neighborhood, you want to drive a different car, you know, you want to, you know, travel a little bit. You just, you have to come out of your comfort zone. You just have to, you have to network. I was just telling my daughter, she just called me maybe an hour before we're doing the podcast right now. And she wants to be an exchange student. She's in the anime. She's only in the eighth grade. She's graduating this year. And uh, she wants to do something visual arts. She wants to like draw animes. So she wants to move, I guess, to Korea or China, wherever that anime originates from. And she's like, I don't know if the people will like me over there. I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. And one thing I told her, you can't worry about what other people think. Also, you can't, you can't, I'm not going to say you can't, but I'd rather you not say I'm worried or I can't do this because if you've never done it before, you know what I'm saying, 
how would you like okay you, yeah. you're you're a good artist you can draw but there's no reason to be nervous if this is your passion this is what you really want to do i'm gonna make it my life's purpose to get you to korea get you to china get you in that school get your skills up and understand that if you really want to take this professionally you're gonna have to network you're gonna have to get a team people that know this arena of you know like Walt Disney just knowing different types of people that create these products and these visions and just just do you just focus on what you want and make it happen and before I die I want my kids to actually be doing something I don't want them to be because I'm telling you I see a lot of craziness going on downtown a lot of kids I can go into a whole nother rant with this generation now, I see these kids running rampant. And that's and it starts at home. They're not getting that attention. They're not getting that word at home of you're good enough. You can do this. There's no can't. You're gonna try. You're gonna make this happen. So really just, to me, it just starts with that, man. I love that part of your message. The you have to take action. It's not enough to just ask for it, even though you can just ask for it, but you have to actually put the work in too. Because I, I think all of the, all of us on all the sirens believe that. I mean, we all believe in manifestation, but also working towards like you have to make, take steps. So when it's, I know, and then sometimes it's hard to take steps. Is there something that you do when it's really hard to make the, to take those steps and to get moving? Is there something you do to change your mind about that? It all comes down to your why. I always, like, when I want to be lazy, when I want to turn on the PlayStation, when I want to watch Netflix, Amazon, uh, Prime, when I want to turn on uh, Disney Plus, you know, when I want to go to a live baseball game, which is my favorite sport, I just tell myself, you know, why, why did I start this? You know, every day I want to be productive in some type of way. I want to make some type of, you know, some type of action within mind, body, and soul, whether it's on the front line, whether it's on the back line. This right here, this is more of, you know, behind the scenes of mind, body, and soul, just kind of, you know, putting them on the, the forefront, I would say. But just when I, when I really want to be lazy, and I think I've had a video with this as well, you just, you got to understand why you started this. You, you just, you got to kind of put yourself in, the, in that type of mindset to where, you put yourself out folding away. Be like, if you don't do this, this is what's gonna happen. You have to just say like, okay, you're gonna lose this follower. You're gonna lose, you know, your YouTube channel. You're gonna start losing subscribers. People will not, you know, trust you. They're not gonna see the genuine, it, you know, just something. You just have to have a why. For me, my kids are my why. Like everything that I live for now is for the kids. I can't say too much of what I want for myself. I'm still working on that myself, trying to figure out what do I want. But my biggest why is my kids. And I do want to live through my son too. So we'll, we'll just have to see how that goes. Well, then you maybe just answered this. I was going to ask you if mind, body, and soul was exactly what you wanted it to be. If it reached the level of greatness, what would it look like? Ah oh, man, if they reached a level of greatness, 
I would just say, I don't even know, because I follow people like Tony Robbins and, and man, for it, to, for it to hit that level right there, that, that would mean that I really not just inspired a few people on Facebook, paradigm of just oh. world. Like, Look at what Jess, Jess has a motivational calendar. <laughs> She's showing, stay committed to your decision, but stay flexible in your approach. Tony Robbins is the quote for today on her calendar. And there are multiple people. Like that just gave me chills. <laughs> crazy yeah that's like the person honestly when it came to like motivation and, and actually like listening to somebody and every morning just finding that person that's going to pump me up just that deep voice of tony robbins always got me he just he just woke me up every single time and it's he just he's been a, it's him and his wife actually have been a very inspiration to me so i would yeah that's crazy. You got me thinking like, wow, the Tony Robbins thing is right in front of you. And after I said that, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just, I don't know. I can't even. And I, and I really don't want to go that far on a mental level of mind, body and soul just yet, because I still want to get my fingers in different niches like the podcast and, you know, maybe going and talking to people and like basically in front of them, like face to face. So. I just hope that I can reach that level of a motivational speaker like a Tony Robbins, like somebody that not is just genuine. He's dealt with, you know, things that I've dealt with. He's he's triumphed over so much. That's that's just the person that I look up to right there. Well, we talk a lot on this podcast about synchronicities and uh, you were talking about your daughter and getting her to to draw anime and talking with experts like we're we're working on a book right now and spoiler one of our our steps for exploration is talking to experts and getting you know networking and stuff like that so there there's so many things that i'm i'm seeing that just line up with exactly what you're saying and you're starting saying you want to start a podcast when we first started we had no i mean we still have no idea what we're doing i mean nobody knows we're what we're doing at. honestly <laughs> <laughs> But tell us a little bit more about perfection versus progression, because if you wait until you're perfect, you're never going to start. And we would have never started a year and a half ago. So what, how does perfection get in the way of moving forward? It definitely gets in the way of just, just trying to fine tune everything. Like every step you're like, you know, nitpicking at it, but it just taking those steps, you know, learning as you go, you know, just creating my own body and soul, I had no idea what I was doing with that. Like, I understood that there were so many platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, but I didn't know how to go into like a G suite or, or a Facebook business, you know, suite and get the automation behind, you know, all of the platforms where I can post on Facebook and it can literally zap to every single, you know, platform without me having to go to each one, you know, so. Well, we're going to have to talk after the show about that. <laughs> Girls, I have been telling you to do this for a year, so. Now, there is, and this this goes into another question you probably asked me about, like, basically, like, what I'm into and, like, basically who I'm learning from behind the scenes and how I actually learned to create my own body and soul. Yeah, there's, there's some educational platforms that I can really 
you know, put you guys on and let you dive in and learn some things from. So, but definitely to finish the question, I'm sorry. Definitely, I think perfection, it just, it wears you out over time. It definitely wears you out because you're so worried about what other people think instead of just being your genuine self and just putting yourself out there, letting people know this is me. You accept it or you don't accept it. You know, progression to me is just slow and steady. You're working at your own pace. You know what I'm saying? Because growth is growth. You know, just, just keep going. Your journey, you're going to fail, but you're going to learn from these failures. There's always a lesson within failure. You just have to take that lesson. Okay, you already know what's working. Throw that failure to the side, learn from it, bang. But perfection, it just, it just grinds my chains because I've been that person. You know, like I said, I've been trying to figure out how to create some income or, you know, do some type of digital marketing for like five, almost 10 years now. And it's just, it just never worked because I always wanted to be perfect. I always had to make sure my background was perfect. I always had to make sure my, my outfit or what I was actually saying in my mouth was perfect. I had to be that well-spoken individual instead of just being me where I, you know, slip on the tongue a little bit, you know, just, you know, have that so-called Pittsburgh accent. I'm trying to switch my words, my accent and everything up. So <laughs> just being, just being yourself, just understanding everybody's journey won't be the same. You see a lot of people on social media, they're winning. They're, you know, they're, they're on the skis, they're on the beach, they're in Florida, you know, in Key West, whatever, where they just having a good time. And you live in the normal life. You have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to work every day. That's just because your journey was meant for something different. You might all want to go to the same, y'all might all be hitting that same peak. But I don't know if you guys are religious or anything. I'm more of a spiritual guy. But I would just say the universe has, has created each and every one of you guys in a very unique way. And each and every journey that you're going to be in, it's going to be very different. You're going to go through different failures. You're going to get different lessons learned. You just have to be very patient, not just with the journey, but be very patient with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Is this going to benefit, you know, where I'm trying to go? Is this going to really help me level up and get to where I want to be? Or is this just something I think I have to do? Because it's not about really what you have to do. It's more about, okay, I need to do this to get to this. Like, I would just say, just stay honest with yourself. Be genuine with yourself. Know who you are. Know what you want. And at the end of the day, everything, I promise you, over time, it'll work out. So this week, our challenge comes from our guest, Trey Hauser. And our challenge for you, fellow explorers, is to do a manifestation practice for 30 days. It's a 30-day challenge. It's the 369 manifestation. So before we get into what that means, um, Trey was very clear that you should be intentional with your manifestation. Tell the universe exactly what you want in clear detail and remember that your thoughts and your words matter. So for the 369 manifestation, what you're going to do is you're going to write down your manifestation three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times in the evening. That's 18 times each day. And do this for 30 days. You'll be surprised by what happens next. And of course, we want you to tell us about it by using the hashtag Siren Soapbox on all the social medias. 
Trey, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. We really enjoyed speaking with you. This has been a lot of fun. Positivity is one of our favorite subjects. So we just can't thank you enough for coming on. I appreciate you all, ladies. Thanks for having me. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, yes, yes. I don't know for sure if the bit.ly links were working, like if you actually post this. But I will say for YouTube, you can just look up Trey Hauser 101. For TikTok, it's at Trey Hauser 101. Facebook, just look up Trey Hauser. Twitter, it's at Hauser Trey. And Instagram, just look up Trey Hauser. And if, if you need anything, any of those platforms, you can you can DM me. If you need any assistance, like I said, you come with a problem, I'll deliver a solution. So like I said, ladies, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And hopefully we can get back together real soon. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And just real quick, Mer, Hauser is spelled with an A. H-A-U-S-E-R. It makes yeah. a difference. <laughs> it does. Yes. Sirens, thanks for the great conversation tonight. And thanks for all of your positive outlooks. And thank you, fellow explorers, for listening to this episode. Follow along with us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check out our website, sirensoapbox.com. We will put links to all of Trey's pages on our blog there. And you can also find our shop where you can get some sweet Siren Soapbox merch. And you'll find our contact the Sirens page where you can submit a challenge and you could maybe even be invited to join the episode. Until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.